0: Praise the Lord. Well, let's look at some scripture together. Hallelujah. Oh, uh, let's look this morning here at um, <clears throat> how to get your miracle. <laughs> and I'm just going to use Psalm 118. I don't care what you're facing; you can find it in Psalm 118. The Lord will help you. He really will. Uh, but anyway, Psalm 118. If you went out and bought a Bible, guess what? It's your Bible because you bought it, and uh, this Psalm would be in there. And it would be useless to read Psalm 118 just sort of as historical. In other words, wow, this is historical, you know, is, this is something that happened to, uh, shall we say, David, you know, this is a psalm of David and then blah, blah, blah. Well, you just you just basically excommunicated yourself from the Bible. And that's a lot of times what we do. We immediately think, well, you know, God will help everybody else but me, you know. Well, that, that's a negative way to think about it. If you're going to think that way, why, why don't you think, well, okay, then all the things we've done wrong in our life, let's just say it, our sins. Then I guess God will not hold me accountable for those things. I mean, it's the same. It's the same unbelief. Well, why don't you just think that you know you can just it won't matter. You can just do without Jesus. I mean, you know, hey, because you know he's not going to help me. So uh, then, therefore then all my sins and the things that I've done wrong, you know, then I guess he's not going to hold me accountable for those things too. No, come on, that's ridiculous. That's the problem. See, we believe that all he thinks about is what we've done is wrong. And we think that he feels that uh, you know, that uh, we're such rotten people and whatever and he didn't want to help little old Richard today because Richard's such a scoundrel or whatever, you know. Well, we have so such firm belief that God is every detail Worried and just, just saying, Richards, you're just a bad person, you know, and we call that condemnation. But then you turn that right around and think, you know what? I need a miracle. And uh, but we'll think, well, he'll do it for everybody else, but me. No, he'll do it for you. But now, one note about your sins and stuff. This is what you got to understand. Is and you can see this Psalm 118 verse 1 here, is that God forgives you. I mean, it, gee, but you know, we we struggle here and i tell you this is one reason why you won't read your Bible because you think you already feel so bad anyway if I read that Bible I'm gonna really feel bad (laughs) no you read your Bible you're gonna really feel good you're gonna be like praise God I can't believe God's this good to me well he is he really is so here we go Psalm 118 how to get your miracle all right so we're clicking along here and we read Psalm 118 and this is your doorway into uh, heaven here in other words uh, hearing from God watch this oh give thanks to the Lord for he is good; uh, for his mercy endures forever. Well, first off, it says for us to give thanks. Well, I'm not going to give thanks because it's not happening to me. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Uh-uh. It is happening to you. You're alive today that's one thing you'd be thankful for but i am tell you what if you catch on to the things of the scriptures and quit running your mouth like you know nothing good ever happens to me or you know jesus is, he, he'll help everybody else but me you know i mean quit making a big scene out of yourself and start trusting in jesus and watch jesus be who jesus is you know more stories about the bible than you're giving yourself credit for think about the prodigal for just a moment the prodigal took his daddy's money even while his daddy was still alive and went out and just blew it and he blew it on of course the wrong things and i mean you could call it sin whatever but it was wrong i mean he just blew it all i mean this guy i mean gee we have that kind of activity going on today you know and and, and we'll think well i got one son he's a man i think what he's he's a mess you know but anyway look at what this son did you remember what he did he come back home because he said i know my dad would still love me he said my my, my dad at least make me like one of the servants you know But that wasn't the truth. Uh, His dad was glad to see him. And guess what happened? Well, you know what happened. When he came back, he got a robe, you know, and he got shoes for his feet and a ring for his finger. And they had a gigantic cookout. I mean, it was a hooting, wonderful time. For this, my son was dead and now he's alive again. I mean, the father actually got mad at the snooty little other brother that said, Wow, this is your son. You know, he went out and squandered your inheritance and look what you've done. See, that's the way we feel about ourselves. Why, why do we think God be nice to us? You have got to get over that. You can't earn these blessings by being so goody, goody, goody. You're missing out the fact that in Romans chapter 5, it was because of Adam's transgression that we all got into this mess. And there's only one way out, and that's by Jesus' obedience. Not your obedience. Jesus obeyed, and he gave himself for you. Now, let's get back to this miracle here that you need. Psalm 118. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures how long forever well is today a moment in time yes it is well then his mercy endures towards you so quit closing your Bible and quit saying I can't have a miracle because because you are just that is just pure unbelief because his mercy endures forever you know Jesus died for the whole world you're part of that world you've got to get over that Mm. so let's keep reading I'm starting to think, you know what, I bet you God's going to be good to me. Well, that's right. So let's see what else he says. All right, so he says here in verse 2, Let Israel now say, His mercy endures forever. Oh, so we're still on this subject about how God forgives you. Yeah. And he said, let Israel. Okay, well, isn't that great? Just let Israel say it. Well, look at verse 3. Let the house of Aaron now say, His mercy endures forever. Now, who was the house of Aaron? Well, that was the priest. You know, that's the ones that kept kept the care of the church and whatever. uh, Tried to help the people realize who god is he said okay so all of israel and then now all of the church uh workers and then it says look at verse four let those who fear oh uh, let those who fear the lord now say oh uh, his mercy endures forever well that's talking about us wow everybody so we're, we're <laughs> everywhere and in all places and in whatever we all have the mercy of God. You do. Matter of fact, Jesus said one time when he got criticized for going over to some people's house that, that drank a lot, you know, and uh, uh, whatever. And he was hanging out with, like, tax cats. I mean, people that were just the riffraff of society, you know. And the religious people got upset with him. Wow, well, I can't believe he he's eating with such disgusting people. You can read that for yourself in Matthew uh, chapter uh, 9. But anyway, so... Um, Uh, Jesus said I will have mercy and not sacrifice and he said those who are well don't need a physician but those who are sick Wow and he said he'd have mercy where was he going or you know if you read the Bible for yourself you you find out you know praise God if he went after all these people he'll come after me yes he will he leaves the 99 sheep and goes after the one sheep that's lost Wow I mean, we've had it backwards for so long. And you'll continue to have it backwards as long as you don't read your Bible. Take time to read the Bible. Nobody's looking but you and God. Just do it. We don't read the Bible for other people to say, hey, look, that guy over here is reading his Bible. <laughs> you need to read your Bible. Listen to what the Lord said about that in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. You don't have to turn there, but just remember he said this. Man shall not live by what? Bread alone? But by every word of God. i am tell you what. You survive on the word of God. <clears throat> You say, well, I haven't been reading my Bible ever. Well, you're still surviving on what God said about you. He said, let there be light. And he created the light. He created this world. You you didn't just evolve. No way. God created you. He sure did. Okay, anyway back to this psalm 118 how do you get your miracle first off recognize you have got mercy you do you do and quit I mean, what's so funny is okay. I got mercy So now I just think that's all I can ever get and I and oh, no I I mean, I just need to be thankful that I'm gonna go to heaven someday I'm just getting in by the skin of my teeth. No, you're getting in by the blood of Jesus (laughs) And he loves you. So here we go now. He says in verse 5 I called on the Lord in distress now, right there, that means whatever kind of mess, whatever kind of problem, whatever the trouble is, I called upon the Lord. Uh, uh, the I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. Well, what happened? Well, you heard what happened. You called, and He rescued you. I mean, this this could not be more simple. But the trouble is, a lot of times we just don't believe that. We just think, well, no, I just don't know what's going to happen or not. I don't know, you know. we got to cut that out. It is so simple. You just call, and God will make it so obvious that he'll get you out. I mean, your your head's going to be spinning. Yep. I mean, you got to understand there was a real person by the name of Jesus that was here on this earth, and he, it so shook this earth. What happened? That your calendar today is dated by remember then the year of our Lord you know 1960 whatever (laughs) or the year of our Lord 2013 okay I don't care what you say he was actually here praise the Lord it just does us good to go straight to the Bible praise the Lord anyway so here we are verse 5 again I called on the Lord in distress the Lord answered me and set me uh, in a broad place in other words he got me out of total trouble praise God Verse six: The Lord is on my side; I will not fear. What can man do to me? <laughs> I thought we were talking about how uh, how much uh, God doesn't like us and and how much He's mad at me because I've made mistakes. Uh, I don't think so. You can think about that if you want to, and you're messing yourself up. You know, I mean, whatever you want to do here, you know, you can just keep on believing that uh, you want to do it your way, and that God doesn't like you, and that God. Nah, he he don't forgive you, and uh, and he certainly don't want to help you. That's so that's so so silly. That's so silly. Which of you having a child, see Jesus even said this. Which of you having a uh, having a child, would uh, and he, and your kid asks for a fish, will you turn around and give him a stone? See that's the way we think God is, you know. My, you know your child, your child comes up and says, hey daddy, you know, uh uh, can you take me to uh uh Captain D's for fish and chips? And he says, I tell you what, let's go out in the yard and. I'll get a paper plate and I'll, I'll put some gravel on it. How's that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You wouldn't do that. Jesus went so far and said, and if he asked for an egg, will you give him a scorpion? I mean, wow. But some people actually think that this is the way our God is. He's just this mean to all of us, you know. Or they take it at different levels. Well, you know, you really need a miracle because of your family or whatever, but, but God's going to send you through some major trial instead. No, that's wrong True. Let me tell you, you might as well just throw out Psalm 118 because it's not true. Because these things don't work, if that was so. But no, we're not throwing away Psalm 118. These things actually work. Praise the Lord. All you got to do is do this. Oh. Anyway, so the Lord's on my side. Whom shall I fear? Can you boldly say that today? Will you? Can you just start erasing the things in your heart saying that, oh, I don't know if Jesus is going to be on my side or not. I, a lot of times we think, well, I'm, I'm working against God. You know? No, you're not. Hmm. You know you've got angels encamped about you. You really do. I mean, the angels are right there with you all the time. Oh wow! I mean, the more you read the Bible, the more you'll find out what those angels are doing. I tell you what—they're—they're they're in love with you. They're, they're, they are they They want to be with you. They're there to help you. Psalm ninety-one, just a few pages over from Psalm one eighteen. I tell you what they're up to. and uh, this Psalm here, will tell you what they're up to. Okay, let's keep going here. Oh, uh, let's see, verse seven. Uh, the Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire upon those who hate me. In other words, boy, I tell you what. These bad guys that are coming against me, well, what would you like to happen to them? You know, well, I want them out of my life. I want them stopped. I want them defeated. That's what, did you just say what he just said will happen. He says, you're going to see your enemies totally get defeated. You know, we have to face the fact that we do have enemies. A lot of times we like to think, well, it's just all God or it's just all accidents or whatever. no. It's not all God. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter chapter 5, it says, Your adversary, the devil. I mean, the devil wants to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus actually said that in John chapter 10. The thief comes not but to kill, steal, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, that means more than just going to heaven. <laughs> that means he wants to help you now, praise the Lord. Hmm. I like to think about Jairus. Jairus in the Bible, you can just call him Jerry if you want to. A guy named Jerry. He was a preacher at a at a Jewish church there. His little daughter, twelve years old, and guess what? Terminal something come up, and she was dying. And even before Jesus could get to the house, she had already died. And Jesus still told him, "Don't be afraid. Only believe." I tell you what, we we've thrown our believer out the window sometimes. We just think, you know, well, just say nothing. You can do. Yes, there is something you can do. You can call on the Lord. Praise the Lord. You look at your own history. Have you done this all the time? Do you call on him? And then we'll see if you haven't. Then how could you dare say, you know, well, this stuff won't work. Put this to work. Psalm 34 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. I mean, just try these things. Praise the Lord. You're going to find out the Lord's there. I mean, he's not playing games with you. He wants to let you know that he's Lord. But anyway, look at verse 8. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Now, how can you trust in God? You can't even see God. I mean, dear Lord, I mean, I, when I need help, I'm getting on the phone. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> I hope somebody answers on the other end. Well, I'm going to call somebody else. Well, what if the phone system's down? Well, yeah, but Richard, I can always find somebody. Oh, well, you can, huh? Well, what if, uh, you know, I mean, you know where we're going. You've got to find somebody to call them on the phone, and you got confidence there. And God is comparing himself with uh everyone else and it says here it is better to trust in the lord than to put confidence in man see sometimes you can't get somebody and then sometimes telling somebody else they can't help you either i mean sometimes you might get i mean you might know somebody that'll always be your cash cow and can send you money but guess what sometimes you can't get a hold of them or guess what what if they don't have the money or what if they've decided look i've given you too much already this could be just like your job i just lost my job oh no Well, your confidence is all right there. But you know what? If you'll trust God, he's telling you here that it's better. And I know it shakes you up. It's like, how can this be better? You just have to taste and see and watch God help you. Praise the Lord. Anyway, uh, look down here at verse 9, the next verse. It's better to put, uh, it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Now, he just went from confidence in man to princes so in other words the very best of us and that's how that's where your your hopes kind of come down you go oh no mom just i've just i've been let down whatever let me tell you something god will never let you down he really won't now look at verse 10 all nations oh, surrounded me but in the name of the lord i will destroy them now remember david was a king and he was surrounded by enemies that wanted to completely annihilate the nation of Israel. Sound like anything we have today? <laughs> yeah. But Remember, this is Psalm 118. It's in your Bible. You're obviously not the king of Israel. So I guess this won't work for you. Oh, yes, it will. I don't care what your problem is. Just your home. You've got enemies that are trying to ruin your life. Little things that go wrong all the time, you know. And it looks like you are just helpless. But let me tell you something. The Bible says the Lord is on your side. We just read that. And so David describes the, um, a real scenario here, and he says, Hey, all nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You know, David didn't think, Well, I hope today I'm going to win. And you got to quit saying, Well, I hope, you know, I'll make it today. It's going to be more than I hope. You've got the victory. You're going to be all right. Look at verse 11. They surrounded me. Yay, they surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Now, what did David have that you don't have today? Well, I guess it says here in this psalm somewhere that God knocked on his door and showed up and said, hey, everything's going to be all right. No, God didn't knock on David's door. David just believed that God was there with him the whole time. He believed the Lord was there to help him. He didn't even see Jesus. He didn't even see God. Hey, but notice it says, he says, in the name of the Lord. Hey, I've got that name. You know his name, the name of Jesus. That name works for you. We've got that name. Jesus told us to use that name in prayer. Whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, He will give it you. We should just dare to do these things. Anyway, look down here at verse 12. You know, He hadn't lit up on this army surrounding Him stuff. Look at this. They surrounded me like bees, they were quenched like a fire uh, of thorns, for in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Wow sounds like you got a job to do too yeah you got to get your believer back (laughs) start believing again and use that name you've got to say I'm gonna be okay today in the name of the Lord praise the Lord well if words mean anything that means you're gonna get out of trouble he wrote this down David was so confident that he wrote this down so that everybody could do what he was doing. That's the reason it's called Psalm 118. It is not a history book, that's for sure. We don't even know what army was trying to get David, but believe me it was the same armies that kept coming up up, up, up over and over again and he would he wiped them out. Look at verse 13. You, uh, you pushed me violently that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. Praise God! You mean to tell me that God is going to help you all the time? Yeah, that's exactly what he said here. He said his enemy here pushed him around you know violently it looked like it was really really bad but he said the Lord uh, helped me hmm I guess that can't be all the time is it yes it's all the time the Lord will help you David didn't you say you know boy one time all oh, one time God finally showed up Nah. Mm-mm. all the time now look at verse 14 the Lord is my strength and song And he has become my salvation. Now, now, he wasn't talking about going to heaven. He was talking about getting free from this army that was coming to kill him. Wipe out his family, wipe out his nation and everything. And he said, Lord, you are my strength. And notice this, my song. You know, the scriptures tell us that he gives us a song in the night. In the, the night, meaning the times of darkness, the times of bad things going on in your life, you know, all of a sudden... You know, if you look for it, he'll give you a song. Now, he, God doesn't put you into bad times; He gets you out of the bad times. Many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. I mean, it's true. But anyway, the important thing to know is that no matter what comes your way, you've got an answer to get out. Praise the Lord! God will get you out. Anyway, let's just keep reading here. He says, uh, "The voice of rejoicing and salvation uh, is in the hearts." Uh, of the righteous Wow the voice of rejoicing now how can I rejoice when things are going so wrong let me tell you something God's told you you're gonna win you're gonna get out of this stuff I mean, we have got to quit our worrying we've got to start our what what has he told us to do in this song our trusting I don't care what miracle you have need of you're gonna get it God is gonna see to it if you will just trust him He's going to make you happy too i mean we get the idea that god wants us so sad he wants us so sad he wants you laughing he does he just got through saying here the voice of rejoicing praise the lord is in the hearts of the righteous and he goes and says the right hand of the lord doeth valiantly in other words the right hand of the lord is bold it's there to help you to protect you praise the lord wow look at the idea of the hand of the lord is just there to just wipe us out all the time he goes on verse 16 he says that the uh, right hand of the lord is exalted the right hand of the lord does valiantly praise the lord now get a load of this in verse 17 now remember you need to slip your little shoes on and that fit david and they belong to you now because you're reading this now look what he says in verse 17 i shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord I mean come on this is just shall we say too good to be true or would you say it's a lie it's just kind of just to make you feel good but we just kind of say it was just it's just to encourage us because you know things are going to go wrong and you can't always trust whoa 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 you can't always trust he told us in this very psalm to trust him so all those thoughts and stuff can't be true but God's word is true He said, David said, I shall not die, but live. You know, a lot of times we get afraid that this might be it. You might not be uh, feeling good. You may have got a bad report from a doctor. I know things get bad. It could be maybe your hopes and dreams have just killed you. In other words, they just died or whatever. You've got to stop that and say, no, I shall not die, but live live and declare what did he say? The works of the Lord. See, you're not going to be able to be shut up. You're going to know who got you out and it's going to be Jesus and he's glad of it and he did it because he loves you and you're going to with boldness be able to tell somebody else, you know what? Jesus will do the same thing for you because I found out he just did it for me and I know he did it just because he loved me. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yes sir Wow. Now, look at verse 18. 18 is kind of neat. It says the Lord has chastened me sore. In other words, the Lord's like my my father. He's you know he's he makes sure that I stay out of trouble. He's gotten on to me, shall we say? Oh no, yeah, got a little spank in there. But no, 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 wait, 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 wait. A lot of times we get we get misunderstanding. We think, well, that tornado that went through, you know, I said that was a spanking of the Lord. No, it wasn't. Uh-oh. Nope. All these bad things that happen. Nope. Mm-mm. because look what he says he says the Lord has chastened me sore but he has not handed me over to death See, we think well there it is you know I'm, I'm going down for the count because the Lord is judging me no nope. this scripture here proves that's wrong he said he has not handed me over to death wow I mean where have we been well i tell you what I know where I'm at right now I'm gonna read my Bible from now on I'm not believing everybody that stands behind a pulpit anymore most of the time, they don't spend any time reading the Bible anyway. I mean, well, they, everybody thinks, well, if I'm going to read the Bible, just, you know, I can do that later or whatever. You need to read the Bible now. I mean, Jesus got up and he, he found the place in Isaiah. He said, it's written about me. <laughs> and he said, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Jesus went right to the word and shared it. And it helped people. <clears throat> that was in uh, Luke chapter 4. See, Jesus found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Set at liberty them that are bruised. Guess what? He's, he's saying the same thing I'm doing. He's saying God will get you out. See, God knows how to get our number. Because today, if I was just going to say, well, let's talk about the secret things you're doing wrong in your life. You wouldn't listen to me whatsoever. But I tell you what, when the things that are going on in your life and they keep going wrong and you need help. And I sit here and say, you know what? The Lord will help you with those things. He'll get you out of those troubles. And your ears go up, you know. Ears up, buddy. <laughs> Instead of ears down. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, look at verse 19. So he just went on and said, God's not turned me over to death. Verse 19, open to me the gates of righteousness, and I will go through them, and I will praise the Lord. <laughs> praise God. It's like a happy time. Gee whiz. I guess it would be happy when you realize, you know, I'm not going to die. You know, there was a guy in the Bible one time. His name was King Hezekiah. You can look it up for yourself. King Hezekiah was told, actually by a preacher. A preacher came up to him and said, hey, guess what? Jack, no, Jack Hezekiah, whatever. I'm just being funny. But anyway, you're going to die. Well, the Bible says that Hezekiah started crying. He went and turned his face to the wall and he said, now, Lord, you know, I don't want to go just yet. (laughs) And the Bible says that God saw his tears and heard his prayer, and he added 15 years to King Hezekiah's life. Well, i tell you what, King Hezekiah, I think, was already about uh, 75 years old. Can you imagine 75 years old, and you think, well, it's time to go home to be with the Lord, and uh, maybe you're not ready to go just yet. And he gives you 15 more years? Man, that's like 25% more of a life. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Hey, I I read that story, and I just told you about it. It's in there. Why do you think it's in there? So we can go, oh, I want to meet that Mr. Hezekiah. Listen, it's for you. It's for you. If you will do what King Hezekiah did, it will work for you. Didn't you have any brothers or sisters when you were growing up, and your daddy or your mother gave them a candy bar, and you saw it? What would you do? You walked over there and said, hey, I want one. What do you think they did? Well, no, it's only for your sister. No way. They'd give you one too, wouldn't they? Because they're fair. Listen, God's fair too. If you will go to him, you can have exactly what Hezekiah did. Yeah, I'm telling you, (laughs) That's the reason David wrote these things down in Psalm 118. He knows this will work for everybody. Okay. But anyway, look at verse 20. The gate uh, of the Lord through which the righteous uh, shall enter. I will praise your... uh, I will praise you for you have answered me you have uh, and become my salvation Wow you have answered me you did what yeah and then guess what the next verse is the stone which the builders rejected how many times have we heard that just as Americans we use that in our vocabulary well that's the stone that the builders rejected well that's come right out of the Bible Wow. Verse 23, this is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our our eyes. Listen to verse 24. This is the day which the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. No wonder you can be so happy. You are going to get your miracle. Now, may I say this, that you will never, ever, 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 ever forget Psalm 118. I don't care if your life looks horrible, and you are going down for the count. You need to get your Bible out and read Psalm 118. When you read it with your own mouth, you can't help but notice that you just put it in your own language for yourselves because it's all written uh, as though it was you. Praise the Lord. Anyway, God will help you. Begin to call upon him.